Want to build meditation into your routine? Head to the App Store or Play Store now and join us daily on Abide. Welcome to Bedtime Stories. Our story, The Prodigal Son, is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 31. Jesus told this story to a group of notorious sinners and tax collectors. The story is about a younger son who couldn't find a future working on his father's farm. It's also a story about an older son who dutifully served, impatiently waiting for the day he would finally inherit his father's wealth. Lie down under the covers, stretch your legs, Rest your palms on your stomach or by your head. Take three deep breaths. Slowly breathe in from the abdomen. Put your attention on these breaths. Inhale and exhale. Allow your breathing to guide you into a calm, deeply relaxed state. With your eyes closed, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your peace that goes beyond our understanding. Guard the heart of your child this evening as they sleep. Be present in their dreams tonight, assuring them that you love them. Thank you that your love is not based on performance. Forgive their sins. Lead them safely to your loving arms. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let go of all your cares and hand them to your Heavenly Father. Feel your head sink into your pillow. Take another deep breath and let your shoulders relax. Exhale and feel your arms and legs relax. Get comfortable as you think about how much God loves you. He has forgiven your sins, wants to take away your guilt and shame. You're out in the pasture of your father's estate, tending his sheep, surrounded by green grass. You smell the sweet scent of wildflowers blooming in the meadow. You hear birds chirping in the distance and the soothing noise of a bubbling brook, water splashing from rocks to rocks in the stream bed. While your father's sheep feed on the lush green grass, your older brother comes up from behind tells you to move the sheep. They've been grazing too long in this part of the pasture. He's such a know-it-all. You sigh. When your father dies, your brother will inherit the majority of the estate as dictated by law. Already, you are making plans to get out from under your brother's heavy-handed influence. 
can't wait that long. Within hours, you confront your father. Give me my share of the estate, you tell him. He agrees, but he looks sad. You leave the next day. Good riddance. You set out for a faraway country. Not sure where, just not here. You make new friends and have a party. Night after night. What a relief to be away from the watchful eyes at home. You know you're supposed to get a job and earn some money. Think about doing that tomorrow. Before long, your money runs out and the famine sets in. You can't find any food you can afford to buy. You quickly find a job. A local farmer hires you to feed his pigs. Where you grew up, pigs are considered an unclean animal, but you take the job anyway. You need to eat. You don't earn enough to eat every day. So you go to bed hungry and you wake up hungry. The pea pods you feed the pigs look better to you than the meager amounts of food you're eating. After an extended period of time in a land far, far away, you finally come to your senses. Your father's servants eat better than you do. You can't return home as your father's son, but maybe, just maybe, he'll hire you back as a servant. Reluctantly, you head back to your father's estate, disgraced and discredited, embarrassed and sorrowful, wiser after your wanderings. While you're still a long way off, you see a figure running toward you. It's an older man. He looks familiar. No, you tell yourself. It couldn't be, but it is. Your father, one of the town leaders, holds up his robes and runs toward you as fast as he can. Your heart swells with love for him. You regret ever leaving him. You give your speech. I don't deserve to be your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands, you plead with him. He waves your words away with a sweeping motion of his hand as he embraces you in a warm hug. Tells you how glad he is just to have you home again. He repeats himself for emphasis just in case you didn't hear him the first time. Takes his ring off his finger, puts it on your hand. He wraps you in a beautiful new robe. He announces to anyone who will listen that his son, who was lost, has now come home. He orders the servants to kill the fattened calf, the one they'd been saving for a special occasion, like this one. All the neighbors come. Music plays. Your father is thrilled to have you home. The food is served. You're thankful to be with your family again. 
you realize that your father has slipped away. He's no longer in the room with you and his guests. You hear your brother's voice through an open window. I did everything you asked me to do. You hear him shout at your father. You wince. You never gave me a party, he said. Your father, ever the voice of reason, says, Look, dear son, you've always stayed by me. Everything I have is yours. You wonder what your brother's thinking. We must celebrate on this happy day, your father says. Your brother was dead. Now he's come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. A fresh sense of relief washes over you as you think about your father's words. It's so good to be home. You long for your brother to come inside, join the party, and feel the same sense of relief. Will he do it? You pause while he makes up his mind. You hope he'll come inside and join you. Even if, like the younger brother, you've wandered far from your faith, experience God's forgiveness. Rest in his love for you. Maybe like the older brother, you've kept all the rules, but still feel empty. Tonight, experience the love of your Heavenly Father. Confess your sins. Rest in his arms. Hear him tell you how much he loves you. Every blessing he has now belongs to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving your child. Bless them with rest and deep sleep. As they close their eyes, think about how much you love them. Thank you that you give generously to the ones you love, even when they're sleeping. Our story, The Prodigal Son, is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 31. Jesus told this story to a group of notorious sinners and tax collectors. The story is about a younger son who couldn't find a future working on his father's farm. It's also a story about an older son who dutifully served, impatiently waiting for the day he would finally inherit his father's wealth. Lie down under the covers, stretch your legs, rest your palms on your stomach or by your head. Take three deep breaths. Slowly breathe in from the abdomen. Put your attention on these breaths. Inhale and exhale. Allow your breathing to guide you into a calm, deeply relaxed state. With your eyes closed, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your peace that goes beyond 
our understanding. Guard the heart of your child this evening as they sleep. Be present in their dreams tonight, assuring them that you love them. Thank you that your love is not based on performance. Forgive their sins. Lead them safely to your loving arms. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let go of all your cares and hand them to your Heavenly Father. Feel your head sink into your pillow. Take another deep breath and let your shoulders relax. Exhale and feel your arms and legs relax. Get comfortable as you think about how much God loves you. He has forgiven your sins, wants to take away your guilt and shame. You're out in the pasture of your father's estate, tending his sheep, surrounded by green grass. You smell the sweet scent of wildflowers blooming in the meadow. You hear birds chirping in the distance and the soothing noise of a bubbling brook, water splashing from rocks to rocks in the stream bed. While your father's sheep feed on the lush green grass, your older brother comes up from behind, tells you to move the sheep. They've been grazing too long in this part of the pasture. He's such a know-it-all. You sigh. When your father dies, your brother will inherit the majority of the estate as dictated by law. Already, you are making plans to get out from under your brother's heavy-handed influence. But you can't wait that long. Within hours, you confront your father. Give me my share of the estate, you tell him. He agrees, but he looks sad. You leave the next day. Good riddance. You set out for a faraway country. Not sure where, just not here. You make new friends and have a party. Night after night. What a relief to be away from the watchful eyes at home. You know you're supposed to get a job and earn some money. You can think about doing that tomorrow. Before long... Your money runs out, and the famine sets in. You can't find any food you can afford to buy. You quickly find a job. A local farmer hires you to feed his pigs. Where you grew up, pigs are considered an unclean animal, but you take the job anyway. You need to eat. You don't earn enough to eat every day, so you go to bed hungry. And you wake up hungry. The pea pods you feed the pigs look better to you than the meager amounts of food you're eating. After an extended period of time in a land far, far away, you finally come to your senses. Your father's servants eat better than you do. 
you can't return home as your father's son, but maybe, just maybe, he'll hire you back as a servant. Reluctantly, you head back to your father's estate, disgraced and discredited, embarrassed and sorrowful, wiser after your wanderings. While you're still a long way off, you see a figure running toward you. It's an older man. He looks familiar. No, you tell yourself. It couldn't be, but it is. Your father, one of the town leaders, holds up his robes and runs toward you as fast as he can. Your heart swells with love for him regret ever leaving him. You give your speech. I don't deserve to be your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands, you plead with him. He waves your words away with a sweeping motion of his hand as he embraces you in a warm hug. Tells you how glad he is just to have you home again. He repeats himself for emphasis just in case you didn't hear him the first time. Takes his ring off his finger, puts it on your hand. He wraps you in a beautiful new robe. He announces to anyone who will listen that his son, who was lost, has now come home. He orders the servants to kill the fattened calf, the one they'd been saving for a special occasion like this one. All the neighbors come. Music plays. Your father is thrilled to have you home. The food is served. You're thankful to be with your family again. You realize that your father has slipped away. He's no longer in the room with you and his guests. You hear your brother's voice through an open window. I did everything you asked me to do. You hear him shout at your father. You wince. You never gave me a party, he said. Your father, ever the voice of reason, says, Look, dear son, you've always stayed by me. Everything I have is yours. You wonder what your brother's thinking. We must celebrate on this happy day, your father says. Your brother was dead, and now he's come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. A fresh sense of relief washes over you as you think about your father's words. It's so good to be home. You long for your brother to come inside, join the party, and feel the same sense of relief. Will he do it? You pause while he makes up his mind. You hope he'll come inside and join you. Even if, like the younger brother, you've wandered far from your faith, experience God's forgiveness. Rest in his love for you. Maybe like the older brother, you've kept all the rules still feel empty 
tonight, experience the love of your Heavenly Father. Confess your sins. Rest in His arms. Hear Him tell you how much He loves you. Every blessing He has now belongs to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving your child. Bless them with rest and deep sleep. As they close their eyes, think about how much you love them. Thank you that you give generously to the ones you love, even when they're sleeping. Our story, The Prodigal Son, is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 31. Jesus told this story to a group of notorious sinners and tax collectors. The story is about a younger son who couldn't find a future working on his father's farm. It's also a story about an older son who dutifully served, impatiently waiting for the day he would finally inherit his father's wealth. Lie down under the covers. Stretch your legs. Rest your palms on your stomach or by your head. Take three deep breaths. Slowly breathe in from the abdomen. Put your attention on these breaths. Inhale and exhale. Allow your breathing to guide you into a calm, deeply relaxed state. With your eyes closed, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your peace that goes beyond our understanding. Guard the heart of your child this evening as they sleep. Be present in their dreams tonight, assuring them that you love them. Thank you that your love is not based on performance. Forgive their sins. Lead them safely to your loving arms. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let go of all your cares and hand them to your Heavenly Father. Feel your head sink into your pillow. Take another deep breath and let your shoulders relax. Exhale and feel your arms and legs relax. Get comfortable as you think about how much God loves you He has forgiven your sins, wants to take away your guilt and shame. You're out in the pasture of your father's estate, tending his sheep, surrounded by green grass. You smell the sweet scent of wildflowers blooming in the meadow. You hear birds chirping in the distance and the soothing noise of a bubbling brook, water splashing from rocks to rocks in the stream bed 
while your father's sheep feed on the lush green grass. Your older brother comes up from behind, tells you to move the sheep. They've been grazing too long in this part of the pasture. He's such a know-it-all. You sigh. When your father dies, your brother will inherit the majority of the estate as dictated by law. Already, you are making plans to get out from under your brother's heavy-handed influence. But you can't wait that long. Within hours, you confront your father. Give me my share of the estate, you tell him. He agrees, but he looks sad. You leave the next day. Good riddance. You set out for a faraway country. Not sure where, just not here. You make new friends and have a party. Night after night. What a relief to be away from the watchful eyes at home. You know you're supposed to get a job and earn some money. You think about doing that tomorrow. Before long... Your money runs out, and the famine sets in. You can't find any food you can afford to buy. You quickly find a job. A local farmer hires you to feed his pigs. Where you grew up, pigs are considered an unclean animal, but you take the job anyway. You need to eat. You don't earn enough to eat every day, so you go to bed hungry you wake up hungry. The pea pods you feed the pigs look better to you than the meager amounts of food you're eating. After an extended period of time in a land far, far away, you finally come to your senses. Your father's servants eat better than you do. You can't return home as your father's son, but maybe... Just maybe, he'll hire you back as a servant. Reluctantly, you head back to your father's estate, disgraced and discredited, embarrassed and sorrowful, wiser after your wanderings. While you're still a long way off, you see a figure running toward you. It's an older man, he looks familiar. No, you tell yourself. It couldn't be, but it is. Your father, one of the town leaders, holds up his robes and runs toward you as fast as he can. Your heart swells with love for him. You regret ever leaving him. You give your speech. I don't deserve to be your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands, you plead with him. He waves your words away with a sweeping motion of his hand as he embraces you in a warm hug. Tells you how glad he is just to have you home again. He repeats himself for emphasis, just in case you didn't hear him the first time. Takes his ring off his finger puts it on your hand. He wraps you in a beautiful new robe. 
He announces to anyone who will listen that his son, who was lost, has now come home. He orders the servants to kill the fattened calf, the one they'd been saving for a special occasion, like this one. All the neighbors come. Music plays. Your father is thrilled to have you home. The food is served. You're thankful to be with your family again. You realize that your father has slipped away. He's no longer in the room with you and his guests. You hear your brother's voice through an open window. I did everything you asked me to do. You hear him shout at your father. You wince. You never gave me a party, he said. Your father, ever the voice of reason, says, Look, dear son, you've always stayed by me. Everything I have is yours. You wonder what your brother's thinking. We must celebrate on this happy day, your father says. Your brother was dead, and now he's come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. A fresh sense of relief washes over you as you think about your father's words. It's so good to be home. You long for your brother to come inside, join the party, and feel the same sense of relief. Will he do it? You pause while he makes up his mind. You hope he'll come inside and join you. Even if, like the younger brother, you've wandered far from your faith, experience God's forgiveness. Rest in his love for you. Maybe like the older brother, you've kept all the rules but still feel empty. Tonight, experience the love of your Heavenly Father. Confess your sins. Rest in his arms. Hear him tell you how much he loves you. Every blessing he has now belongs to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving your child. Bless them with rest and deep sleep. As they close their eyes, think about how much you love them. Thank you that you give generously to the ones you love, even when they're sleeping. Our story, The Prodigal Son, is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 31. Jesus told this story to a group of notorious sinners and tax collectors. The story is about a younger son who couldn't find a future working on his father's farm. It's also a story about an older son who dutifully served, impatiently waiting for the day he would finally inherit his father's wealth. Lie down under the covers, stretch your legs, rest your palms on your stomach or by your head. Take three deep breaths. 
slowly breathe in from the abdomen. Put your attention on these breaths. Inhale and exhale. Allow your breathing to guide you into a calm, deeply relaxed state. With your eyes closed, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your peace that goes beyond our understanding. Guard the heart of your child this evening as they sleep. Be present in their dreams tonight, assuring them that you love them. Thank you that your love is not based on performance. Forgive their sins and lead them safely to your loving arms. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let go of all your cares and hand them to your Heavenly Father. Feel your head sink into your pillow. Take another deep breath and let your shoulders relax. Exhale and feel your arms and legs relax. Get comfortable as you think about how much God loves you. He has forgiven your sins, wants to take away your guilt and shame. You're out in the pasture of your father's estate, tending his sheep, surrounded by green grass. You smell the sweet scent of wildflowers blooming in the meadow. You hear birds chirping in the distance and the soothing noise of a bubbling brook, water splashing from rocks to rocks in the stream bed. While your father's sheep feed on the lush green grass, your older brother comes up from behind, tells you to move the sheep. They've been grazing too long in this part of the pasture. He's such a know-it-all. You sigh. When your father dies, your brother will inherit the majority of the estate as dictated by law. Already, you are making plans to get out from under your brother's heavy-handed influence. But you can't wait that long. Within hours, you confront your father. Give me my share of the estate, you tell him. He agrees, but he looks sad. You leave the next day. Good riddance. You set out for a faraway country. Not sure where, just not here. You make new friends and have a party, night after night. What a relief to be away from the watchful eyes at home. You know you're supposed to get a job and earn some money. But you can think about doing that tomorrow. Before long, your money runs out, and the famine sets in. You can't find any food you can afford to buy. You quickly find a job. A local farmer hires you to feed his pigs. Where you grew up, pigs are considered an unclean animal, but you take the job anyway. You need to eat. 
You don't earn enough to eat every day. So you go to bed hungry. And you wake up hungry. The pea pods you feed the pigs look better to you than the meager amounts of food you're eating. After an extended period of time in a land far, far away, you finally come to your senses. Your father's servants eat better than you do. You can't return home as your father's son, but maybe, just maybe, he'll hire you back as a servant. Reluctantly, you head back to your father's estate, disgraced and discredited, embarrassed and sorrowful, wiser after your wanderings. While you're still a long way off, you see a figure running toward you. It's an older man. He looks familiar. No, you tell yourself. It couldn't be, but it is. Your father, one of the town leaders, holds up his robes and runs toward you as fast as he can. Your heart swells with love for him. You regret ever leaving him. You give your speech. I don't deserve to be your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands, you plead with him. He waves your words away with a sweeping motion of his hand as he embraces you in a warm hug. Tells you how glad he is just to have you home again. He repeats himself for emphasis, just in case you didn't hear him the first time. Takes his ring off his finger, puts it on your hand, he wraps you in a beautiful new robe. He announces to anyone who will listen that his son, who was lost, has now come home. He orders the servants to kill the fattened calf, the one they'd been saving for a special occasion, like this one. All the neighbors come. Music plays. Your father is thrilled to have you home. The food is served. You're thankful to be with your family again. You realize that your father has slipped away. He's no longer in the room with you and his guests. You hear your brother's voice through an open window. I did everything you asked me to do. You hear him shout at your father. You wince. You never gave me a party, he said. Your father, ever the voice of reason, says, Look, dear son, you've always stayed by me. Everything I have is yours. You wonder what your brother's thinking. We must celebrate on this happy day, your father says. Your brother was dead. And now he's come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. A fresh sense of relief washes over you as you think about your father's words. It's so good to be home. You long for your brother to come inside, join the party, and feel the same sense of relief. 
Will he do it? We pause while he makes up his mind. You hope he'll come inside and join you. Even if, like the younger brother, you've wandered far from your faith, experience God's forgiveness. Rest in his love for you. Maybe like the older brother, you've kept all the rules, but still feel empty. Tonight, experience the love of your Heavenly Father. Confess your sins. Rest in His arms. Hear Him tell you how much He loves you. Every blessing He has now belongs to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving your child. Bless them with rest and deep sleep. As they close their eyes, think about how much you love them. Thank you that you give generously to the ones you love, even when they're sleeping. Our story, The Prodigal Son, is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 31. Jesus told this story to a group of notorious sinners and tax collectors. The story is about a younger son who couldn't find a future working on his father's farm. It's also a story about an older son who dutifully served, impatiently waiting for the day he would finally inherit his father's wealth. Lie down under the covers, stretch your legs, rest your palms on your stomach or by your head. Take three deep breaths. Slowly breathe in from the abdomen. Put your attention on these breaths. Inhale and exhale. Allow your breathing to guide you into a calm, deeply relaxed state. With your eyes closed, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your peace that goes beyond our understanding. Guard the heart of your child this evening as they sleep. Be present in their dreams tonight, assuring them that you love them. Thank you that your love is not based on performance. Forgive their sins. Lead them safely to your loving arms. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let go of all your cares and hand them to your Heavenly Father. Feel your head sink into your pillow. Take another deep breath and let your shoulders relax. Exhale and feel your arms and legs relax. Get comfortable as you think about how much God loves you. He has forgiven your sins, wants to take away your guilt and shame.
You're out in the pasture of your father's estate, tending his sheep, surrounded by green grass. You smell the sweet scent of wildflowers blooming in the meadow. You hear birds chirping in the distance and the soothing noise of a bubbling brook, water splashing from rocks to rocks in the stream bed. While your father's sheep feed on the lush green grass, your older brother comes up from behind, tells you to move the sheep. They've been grazing too long in this part of the pasture. He's such a know-it-all. You sigh. When your father dies, your brother will inherit the majority of the estate as dictated by law. Already, you are making plans to get out from under your brother's heavy-handed influence. But you can't wait that long. Within hours, you confront your father. Give me my share of the estate, you tell him. He agrees, but he looks sad. You leave the next day. Good riddance. You set out for a faraway country. Not sure where, just not here. You make new friends and have a party. Night after night. What a relief to be away from the watchful eyes at home. You know you're supposed to get a job and earn some money. You think about doing that tomorrow. Before long, your money runs out and the famine sets in. You can't find any food you can afford to buy. You quickly find a job. A local farmer hires you to feed his pigs. Where you grew up, pigs are considered an unclean animal but you take the job anyway. You need to eat. You don't earn enough to eat every day. So you go to bed hungry, and you wake up hungry. The pea pods you feed the pigs look better to you than the meager amounts of food you're eating. After an extended period of time, in a land far, far away, you finally come to your senses. Your father's servants eat better than you do. You can't return home as your father's son, but maybe, just maybe, he'll hire you back as a servant. Reluctantly, you head back to your father's estate, disgraced and discredited, embarrassed and sorrowful, wiser after your wanderings. While you're still a long way off, you see a figure running toward you. It's an older man. He looks familiar. No, you tell yourself. It couldn't be, but it is. Your father, one of the town leaders, holds up his robes and runs toward you as fast as he can. Your heart swells with love for him. You regret ever leaving him. You give your speech. I don't deserve to be your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands, you plead with him. 
He waves your words away with a sweeping motion of his hand as he embraces you in a warm hug. Tells you how glad he is just to have you home again. He repeats himself for emphasis, just in case you didn't hear him the first time. Takes his ring off his finger, puts it on your hand. He wraps you in a beautiful new robe. He announces to anyone who will listen that his son, who was lost, has now come home. He orders the servants to kill the fattened calf, the one they'd been saving for a special occasion, like this one. All the neighbors come. Music plays. Your father is thrilled to have you home. The food is served. You're thankful to be with your family again. You realize that your father has slipped away. He's no longer in the room with you and his guests. You hear your brother's voice through an open window. I did everything you asked me to do. You hear him shout at your father. You wince. You never gave me a party, he said. Your father, ever the voice of reason, says, Look, dear son, you've always stayed by me. Everything I have is yours. You wonder what your brother's thinking. We must celebrate on this happy day, your father says. Your brother was dead. Now he's come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. A fresh sense of relief washes over you as you think about your father's words. It's so good to be home. You long for your brother to come inside, join the party, and feel the same sense of relief. Will he do it? You pause while he makes up his mind. You hope he'll come inside and join you. Even if, like the younger brother, you've wandered far from your faith, experience God's forgiveness. Rest in his love for you. Maybe like the older brother, you've kept all the rules, but still feel empty. Tonight, experience the love of your Heavenly Father. Confess your sins. Rest in his arms. Hear him tell you how much he loves you. Every blessing he has now belongs to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving your child. Bless them with rest and deep sleep. As they close their eyes, think about how much you love them. Thank you that you give generously to the ones you love, even when they're sleeping. Our story, The Prodigal Son, is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 31. Jesus told this story to a group of notorious sinners and tax collectors. The story is about a younger son 
who couldn't find a future working on his father's farm. It's also a story about an older son who dutifully served, impatiently waiting for the day he would finally inherit his father's wealth. Lie down under the covers, stretch your legs, rest your palms on your stomach or by your head. Take three deep breaths. Slowly breathe in from the abdomen. Put your attention on these breaths. Inhale and exhale. Allow your breathing to guide you into a calm, deeply relaxed state. With your eyes closed, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your peace that goes beyond our understanding. Guard the heart of your child this evening as they sleep. Be present in their dreams tonight, assuring them that you love them. Thank you that your love is not based on performance. Forgive their sins and lead them safely to your loving arms. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let go of all your cares and hand them to your Heavenly Father. Feel your head sink into your pillow. Take another deep breath and let your shoulders relax. Exhale and feel your arms and legs relax. Get comfortable as you think about how much God loves you he has forgiven your sins, wants to take away your guilt and shame. You're out in the pasture of your father's estate, tending his sheep, surrounded by green grass. You smell the sweet scent of wildflowers blooming in the meadow. You hear birds chirping in the distance and the soothing noise of a bubbling brook, water splashing from rocks to rocks in the stream bed, while your father's sheep feed on the lush green grass, your older brother comes up from behind, tells you to move the sheep. They've been grazing too long in this part of the pasture. He's such a know-it-all. You sigh. When your father dies, your brother will inherit the majority of the estate as dictated by law. Already, you are making plans to get out from under your brother's heavy-handed influence. But you can't wait that long. Within hours, you confront your father. Give me my share of the estate, you tell him. He agrees, but he looks sad. You leave the next day. Good riddance. You set out for a faraway country. Not sure where, just not here. You make new friends and have a party. Night after night. What a relief 
to be away from the watchful eyes at home. You know you're supposed to get a job and earn some money. Think about doing that tomorrow. Before long, your money runs out and the famine sets in. You can't find any food you can afford to buy. You quickly find a job. A local farmer hires you to feed his pigs. Where you grew up, pigs are considered an unclean animal, but you take the job anyway. You need to eat. You don't earn enough to eat every day, so you go to bed hungry and you wake up hungry. The pea pods you feed the pigs look better to you than the meager amounts of food you're eating. After an extended period of time in a land far, far away, you finally come to your senses. Your father's servants eat better than you do. You can't return home as your father's son, but maybe, just maybe, he'll hire you back as a servant. Reluctantly, you head back to your father's estate, disgraced and discredited, embarrassed and sorrowful, wiser after your wanderings. While you're still a long way off, you see a figure running toward you. It's an older man. He looks familiar. No, you tell yourself. It couldn't be, but it is. Your father, one of the town leaders, holds up his robes and runs toward you as fast as he can. Your heart swells with love for him regret ever leaving him. You give your speech. I don't deserve to be your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands, you plead with him. He waves your words away with a sweeping motion of his hand as he embraces you in a warm hug. Tells you how glad he is just to have you home again. He repeats himself for emphasis just in case you didn't hear him the first time. Takes his ring off his finger, puts it on your hand. He wraps you in a beautiful new robe. He announces to anyone who will listen that his son, who was lost, has now come home. He orders the servants to kill the fattened calf, the one they'd been saving for a special occasion like this one. All the neighbors come. Music plays. Your father is thrilled to have you home. The food is served. You're thankful to be with your family again. You realize that your father has slipped away. He's no longer in the room with you and his guests. You hear your brother's voice through an open window. I did everything you asked me to do. You hear him shout at your father. You wince. You never gave me a party, he said. Your father, ever the voice of reason, says, Look, dear son, 
You've always stayed by me. Everything I have is yours. I wonder what your brother's thinking. We must celebrate on this happy day, your father says. Your brother was dead, and now he's come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. A fresh sense of relief washes over you as you think about your father's words. It's so good to be home. You long for your brother to come inside, join the party, and feel the same sense of relief. Will he do it? You pause while he makes up his mind. You hope he'll come inside and join you. Even if, like the younger brother, you've wandered far from your faith, experience God's forgiveness. Rest in his love for you. Maybe like the older brother, you've kept all the rules, but still feel empty. Tonight, experience the love of your Heavenly Father. Confess your sins. Rest in his arms. Hear him tell you how much he loves you. Every blessing he has now belongs to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving your child. Bless them with rest and deep sleep as they close their eyes. Think about how much you love them. Thank you that you give generously to the ones you love, even when they're sleeping. Our story, The Prodigal Son, is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 31. Jesus told this story to a group of notorious sinners and tax collectors. The story is about a younger son who couldn't find a future working on his father's farm. It's also a story about an older son who dutifully served, impatiently waiting for the day he would finally inherit his father's wealth. Lie down under the covers, stretch your legs, rest your palms on your stomach or by your head. Take three deep breaths. Slowly breathe in from the abdomen. Put your attention on these breaths. Inhale and exhale. Allow your breathing to guide you into a calm, deeply relaxed state. With your eyes closed, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your peace that goes beyond our understanding. Guard the heart of your child this evening as they sleep. Be present in their dreams tonight, assuring them that you love them. Thank you that your love is not based on performance. Forgive their sins and lead them safely to your loving arms. In Jesus' name, amen.
Now, let go of all your cares and hand them to your Heavenly Father. Feel your head sink into your pillow. Take another deep breath and let your shoulders relax. Exhale and feel your arms and legs relax. Get comfortable as you think about how much God loves you. He has forgiven your sins, wants to take away your guilt and shame. You're out in the pasture of your father's estate, tending his sheep, surrounded by green grass. You smell the sweet scent of wildflowers blooming in the meadow. You hear birds chirping in the distance and the soothing noise of a bubbling brook, water splashing from rocks to rocks in the stream bed. While your father's sheep feed on the lush green grass, your older brother comes up from behind, tells you to move the sheep. They've been grazing too long in this part of the pasture. He's such a know-it-all. You sigh. When your father dies, your brother will inherit the majority of the estate as dictated by law. Already, you are making plans to get out from under your brother's heavy-handed influence. But you can't wait that long. Within hours, you confront your father. Give me my share of the estate, you tell him. He agrees, but he looks sad. You leave the next day. Good riddance. You set out for a faraway country. Not sure where, just not here. You make new friends and have a party. Night after night. What a relief to be away from the watchful eyes at home. You know you're supposed to get a job and earn some money. You can think about doing that tomorrow. Before long... Your money runs out, and the famine sets in. You can't find any food you can afford to buy. You quickly find a job. A local farmer hires you to feed his pigs. Where you grew up, pigs are considered an unclean animal, but you take the job anyway. You need to eat. You don't earn enough to eat every day, so you go to bed hungry you wake up hungry. The pea pods you feed the pigs look better to you than the meager amounts of food you're eating. After an extended period of time in a land far, far away, you finally come to your senses. Your father's servants eat better than you do. You can't return home as your father's son, but maybe... Just maybe, he'll hire you back as a servant. Reluctantly, you head back to your father's estate, disgraced and discredited, embarrassed and sorrowful, wiser after your wanderings. While you're still a long way off, you see a figure running toward you, 
It's an older man. He looks familiar. No, you tell yourself. It couldn't be. But it is. Your father, one of the town leaders, holds up his robes and runs toward you as fast as he can. Your heart swells with love for him. You regret ever leaving him. You give your speech. I don't deserve to be your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands, you plead with him. He waves your words away with a sweeping motion of his hand as he embraces you in a warm hug. Tells you how glad he is just to have you home again. He repeats himself for emphasis, just in case you didn't hear him the first time. Takes his ring off his finger, puts it on your hand. He wraps you in a beautiful new robe. He announces to anyone who will listen that his son, who was lost, has now come home. He orders the servants to kill the fattened calf, the one they'd been saving for a special occasion, like this one. All the neighbors come. Music plays. Your father is thrilled to have you home. The food is served. You're thankful to be with your family again. You realize that your father has slipped away. He's no longer in the room with you and his guests. You hear your brother's voice through an open window. I did everything you asked me to do. You hear him shout at your father. You wince. You never gave me a party, he said. Your father, ever the voice of reason, says, Look, dear son, you've always stayed by me. Everything I have is yours. You wonder what your brother's thinking. We must celebrate on this happy day, your father says. Your brother was dead, and now he's come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. A fresh sense of relief washes over you as you think about your father's words. It's so good to be home. You long for your brother to come inside, join the party, and feel the same sense of relief. Will he do it? You pause while he makes up his mind. You hope he'll come inside and join you. Even if, like the younger brother, you've wandered far from your faith, experience God's forgiveness. Rest in his love for you. Maybe like the older brother, you've kept all the rules, but still feel empty. Tonight, experience the love of your Heavenly Father. Confess your sins. Rest in his arms. Hear him tell you how much he loves you. Every blessing he has now belongs to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving your child. Bless them with rest 
deep sleep. As they close their eyes, think about how much you love them. Thank you that you give generously to the ones you love, even when they're sleeping. Our story, The Prodigal Son, is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 31. Jesus told this story to a group of notorious sinners and tax collectors. The story is about a younger son who couldn't find a future working on his father's farm. It's also a story about an older son who dutifully served, impatiently waiting for the day he would finally inherit his father's wealth. Lie down under the covers, stretch your legs, rest your palms on your stomach or by your head. Take three deep breaths. Slowly breathe in from the abdomen. Put your attention on these breaths. Inhale and exhale. Allow your breathing to guide you into a calm, deeply relaxed state. With your eyes closed, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your peace that goes beyond our understanding. Guard the heart of your child this evening as they sleep. Be present in their dreams tonight, assuring them that you love them. Thank you that your love is not based on performance. Forgive their sins. Lead them safely to your loving arms. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let go of all your cares and hand them to your Heavenly Father. Feel your head sink into your pillow. Take another deep breath and let your shoulders relax. Exhale and feel your arms and legs relax. Get comfortable as you think about how much God loves you. He has forgiven your sins, wants to take away your guilt and shame. You're out in the pasture of your father's estate, tending his sheep, surrounded by green grass. You smell the sweet scent of wildflowers blooming in the meadow. You hear birds chirping in the distance and the soothing noise of a bubbling brook, water splashing from rocks to rocks in the stream bed. While your father's sheep feed on the lush green grass, your older brother comes up from behind, tells you to move the sheep. They've been grazing too long in this part of the pasture. He's such a know-it-all. You sigh. When your father dies, your brother will inherit the majority of the estate as dictated by law. Already, 
You are making plans to get out from under your brother's heavy-handed influence. But you can't wait that long. Within hours, you confront your father. Give me my share of the estate, you tell him. He agrees, but he looks sad. You leave the next day. Good riddance. You set out for a faraway country. Not sure where, just not here. You make new friends and have a party. Night after night. What a relief to be away from the watchful eyes at home. You know you're supposed to get a job and earn some money. But you can think about doing that tomorrow. Before long, your money runs out and the famine sets in. You can't find any food you can afford to buy. You quickly find a job. A local farmer hires you to feed his pigs. Where you grew up, pigs are considered an unclean animal, but you take the job anyway. You need to eat. You don't earn enough to eat every day, so you go to bed hungry, and you wake up hungry. The pea pods you feed the pigs look better to you than the meager amounts of food you're eating. After an extended period of time, in a land far, far away, you finally come to your senses. Your father's servants eat better than you do. You can't return home as your father's son, but maybe, just maybe, he'll hire you back as a servant. Reluctantly, you head back to your father's estate, disgraced and discredited. Embarrassed and sorrowful. Wiser after your wanderings. While you're still a long way off, you see a figure running toward you. It's an older man. He looks familiar. No, you tell yourself. It couldn't be. But it is. Your father, one of the town leaders holds up his robes and runs toward you as fast as he can. Your heart swells with love for him. You regret ever leaving him. You give your speech. I don't deserve to be your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands, you plead with him. He waves your words away with a sweeping motion of his hand he embraces you in a warm hug. Tells you how glad he is just to have you home again. He repeats himself for emphasis, just in case you didn't hear him the first time. Takes his ring off his finger, puts it on your hand. He wraps you in a beautiful new robe. He announces to anyone who will listen, that his son, who was lost, has now come home. He orders the servants to kill the fattened calf, the one they'd been saving for a special occasion, like this one. All the neighbors come. Music plays. Your father is thrilled to have you home. The food is served. 
you're thankful to be with your family again. You realize that your father has slipped away. He's no longer in the room with you and his guests. You hear your brother's voice through an open window. I did everything you asked me to do. You hear him shout at your father. You wince. You never gave me a party, he said. Your father, ever the voice of reason, says, Look, dear son, you've always stayed by me. Everything I have is yours. You wonder what your brother's thinking. We must celebrate on this happy day, your father says. Your brother was dead, and now he's come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. A fresh sense of relief washes over you as you think about your father's words. It's so good to be home. You long for your brother to come inside, join the party, and feel the same sense of relief. Will he do it? You pause while he makes up his mind. You hope he'll come inside and join you. Even if, like the younger brother, you've wandered far from your faith, experience God's forgiveness. Rest in his love for you. Maybe like the older brother, you've kept all the rules but still feel empty. Tonight, experience the love of your Heavenly Father. Confess your sins. Rest in his arms. Hear him tell you how much he loves you. Every blessing he has now belongs to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving your child. Bless them with rest and deep sleep. As they close their eyes, think about how much you love them. Thank you that you give generously to the ones you love, even when they're sleeping. Our story, The Prodigal Son, is taken from Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 31. Jesus told this story to a group of notorious sinners and tax collectors. The story is about a younger son who couldn't find a future working on his father's farm. It's also a story about an older son who dutifully served, impatiently waiting for the day he would finally inherit his father's wealth. Lie down under the covers, stretch your legs, rest your palms on your stomach or by your head. Take three deep breaths. Slowly breathe in from the abdomen. Put your attention on these breaths. Inhale and exhale. Allow your breathing to guide you into a calm, deeply relaxed state. With your eyes closed, let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, thank you for your peace that goes beyond our understanding. Guard the heart of your child this evening as they sleep. Be present in their dreams tonight, assuring them that you love them. Thank you that your love is not based on performance. Forgive their sins. Lead them safely to your loving arms. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, let go of all your cares and hand them to your Heavenly Father. Feel your head sink into your pillow. Take another deep breath and let your shoulders relax. Exhale and feel your arms and legs relax. Get comfortable as you think about how much God loves you. He has forgiven your sins, wants to take away your guilt and shame. You're out in the pasture of your father's estate, tending his sheep, surrounded by green grass. You smell the sweet scent of wildflowers blooming in the meadow. You hear birds chirping in the distance and the soothing noise of a bubbling brook, water splashing from rocks to rocks in the stream bed. While your father's sheep feed on the lush green grass, your older brother comes up from behind, tells you to move the sheep. They've been grazing too long in this part of the pasture. He's such a know-it-all. You sigh. When your father dies, your brother will inherit the majority of the estate as dictated by law. Already, you are making plans to get out from under your brother's heavy-handed influence. But you can't wait that long. Within hours, you confront your father. Give me my share of the estate, you tell him. He agrees, but he looks sad. You leave the next day. Good riddance. You set out for a faraway country. Not sure where, just not here. You make new friends and have a party. Night after night. What a relief to be away from the watchful eyes at home. You know you're supposed to get a job and earn some money. But you can think about doing that tomorrow. Before long... Your money runs out, and the famine sets in. You can't find any food you can afford to buy. You quickly find a job. A local farmer hires you to feed his pigs. Where you grew up, pigs are considered an unclean animal, but you take the job anyway. You need to eat. You don't earn enough to eat every day, so you go to bed hungry. And you wake up hungry. The pea pods you feed the pigs look better to you than the meager amounts of food you're eating. After an extended period of time in a land far, far away, you finally come to your senses. 
Your father's servants eat better than you do. You can't return home as your father's son, but maybe, just maybe, he'll hire you back as a servant. Reluctantly, you head back to your father's estate, disgraced and discredited, embarrassed and sorrowful, wiser after your wanderings. While you're still a long way off, you see a figure running toward you. It's an older man. He looks familiar. No, you tell yourself. It couldn't be, but it is. Your father, one of the town leaders, holds up his robes and runs toward you as fast as he can. Your heart swells with love for him regret ever leaving him. You give your speech. I don't deserve to be your son. Treat me like one of your hired hands, you plead with him. He waves your words away with a sweeping motion of his hand as he embraces you in a warm hug. Tells you how glad he is just to have you home again. He repeats himself for emphasis just in case you didn't hear him the first time. Takes his ring off his finger, puts it on your hand. He wraps you in a beautiful new robe. He announces to anyone who will listen that his son, who was lost, has now come home. He orders the servants to kill the fattened calf, the one they'd been saving for a special occasion like this one. All the neighbors come. Music plays. Your father is thrilled to have you home. The food is served. You're thankful to be with your family again. You realize that your father has slipped away. He's no longer in the room with you and his guests. You hear your brother's voice through an open window. I did everything you asked me to do. You hear him shout at your father. You wince. You never gave me a party, he said. Your father, ever the voice of reason, says, Look, dear son, you've always stayed by me. Everything I have is yours. You wonder what your brother's thinking. We must celebrate on this happy day, your father says. Your brother was dead, and now he's come back to life. He was lost, but now he's found. A fresh sense of relief washes over you. So you think about your father's words. It's so good to be home. You long for your brother to come inside, join the party, and feel the same sense of relief. Will he do it? You pause while he makes up his mind. You hope he'll come inside and join you. Even if, like the younger brother, you've wandered far from your faith, experience God's forgiveness. Rest in his love for you. 
Maybe like the older brother, you've kept all the rules, but still feel empty. Tonight, experience the love of your Heavenly Father. Confess your sins. Rest in His arms. Hear Him tell you how much He loves you. Every blessing He has now belongs to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for loving your child. Bless them with rest and deep sleep. As they close their eyes, think about how much you love them. Thank you that you give generously to the ones you love, even when they're sleeping. <laughs> 